0: Lou, it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you today. If you could give our listeners just a little background on your story, where you're from, and, and what you do here today.
1: Absolutely. So, well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much, guys. I am excited about doing this with you. I appreciate the work that the Kabbalah Center does so much, and just the wisdom in general has impacted and changed everything for me. And a little bit about me, I grew up in Venezuela, born and raised there, uh, moved here to the U.S. Uh, 12 years ago, uh, after graduating college, started marketing. Uh, I also did theater, so theater and marketing. Um, it's a big passion of mine to be on stage, which actually served afterwards when we started Monate. Started Monet 10 years ago out of the need of finding opportunities here. We had a big company in Venezuela, a very successful company there. Um, but 12 years ago, everything changed in the country, economy crashed. The political situation was really difficult to handle and we had to close a business there. So by then we thought, okay, let's go after the American dream. Let's, let's do something that we have always wanted to do at the time I was much more involved in the day-to-day of the company. Started working with my family when I was 15, 16, but by the time we started Monet 10 years ago, I was pretty much fully involved and, uh, we decided to go after the American dream, uh, creating a company here for the American people. Also let everyone really, like this is such a diverse country and it's what we love about it. Um. And that's how Monet started out of the need, out of the need of, of finding opportunities, but uh, out of that dream of let's let's achieve this American dream together as a family. Uh, I work along with my two brothers, older brothers, uh, Javi and Ray, and then my father as well. I'm the girl, the little girl, you know.
0: Always, always will be, right? <laughs>
1: and will always be. Uh, that will always be my challenge, Uh, but it's been great. They are great. I love working with them. I love being able to create with them, um, learn from them. My father and my brother are obviously the big leaders for us. My big brother is 10 years older than me and um, my dad uh, kind of started this whole path, this whole journey for us in multi-level marketing almost 40 years ago when he was a distributor himself um, for a big company in Venezuela, found beautiful opportunities out of that um, experience. He became a millionaire by the time he was 21 in multi-level, in network marketing, and he said, you know, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. This is what I would love for my children to do because this industry is about making others people, others successful, making other people happy, making other people's dreams a reality so yours can become a reality. Like the only way, if you are a distributor, if you are part of this industry, the only way for you to grow is that people that you bring to the business grow. And it's the same thing for the company. The only way for the company to grow and make money, not only grow, not only sell, but to grow and be profitable is that our distributors, our people, Are making money, are achieving their dreams, are are happy. So when my dad found that, uh, almost forty years ago, he said, "I I want this for the rest of my life," and he has been doing that since then. And um, we started getting involved little by little. You know, was
0: that his was that his dream from the beginning that his kids would be a part of the the company at this scale?
1: Mm, I don't I don't know. Like I actually have never asked him that question. Like when you were twenty one,
0: right? Did you see see
1: this? But he's a very family-oriented man, uh, very, very um, amazing leader in, in he fa- families first for him. Definitely inspired by his story too, because he made a lot of mistakes, mm-hmm. made a lot of like, he has had a lot of ups and downs and he's always very honest about it. He wrote a book, uh, released it last year, and he's very transparent about, hey, this is These are all the ways I did wrong that I'm not going to do again, (laughs) you know, and I learned. It's called rebel leadership. He's very honest about, you know, just making it up, you know, after it's like, okay, like that's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's my biggest lesson after, like now as an adult, I think I've learned a lot of things Throughout the years from working with him and like, obviously him being my dad, but working with him and and being his daughter, the biggest lesson is like, you can always start again. And you should be able to give yourself that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Just start and it doesn't matter. Like he has started over so many times. Um, he started Monet 10 years ago. He was 50 years old, you know? And he doesn't speak English. He doesn't understand English. Uh, but by the time 10 years ago, his three children were, uh, involved enough for him to say, yes, let's go after this dream of doing this company here, fully English, even though I don't speak it, even though I don't understand it, but you guys can, can lead it. Uh, and obviously he's absolutely involved, uh, comes every day to the office. He doesn't have to, but. He likes it and he comes every day. So I, I love that, like part of, of my story of being able to do this with my family. And when we were starting Monate, I was, so we hired our first employee. Frances is her name. And she, within like a few months, she invited me to uh, new moon in the center. She's like, Hey, you're super spiritual because I have always been, I grew up Catholic, but I've always been like, just open and whatever is like good. Yes. I want to learn. And if it serves me, I keep it. And if it doesn't really resonate, it's all good. I respect it. um, think that's thanks to my mom. My mom is the same way, like really open to God. She is like really taught me to be open and like, Hey, God presents in different forms and it's your choice. And I think that freedom as well of like, there is no one thing, there is no, oh, if you don't do this, you're going to like fail in life. Very
0: Kabbalistic approach.
1: Yeah. And so I, yeah, exactly. Like for me, finding Kabbalah was like home because I feel like that's how
0: I was raised. Around spirituality, There isn't like a one-size-fits-all. It's everybody has their own journey. Actually. Yeah,
1: it's individual, you know. And for me, spirituality is like a diet. It's like food. You cannot have the same diet. Right. You know, like, it, it's not going to work for everybody the same way. Like, what's going to affect you in a way? It's going to affect me in a different way. And for me, that's what spirituality is as well. It's a very individual journey that you need to find what works for you and what, how the connection works for you. So that 10 years ago, Francis invited me and said, Hey, you, I think you're going to like this. I'm like, sure, why not? And I went, fell in love, cried, connected to like the message at the time with the teacher that was, uh, doing that whole event that night and. It was like, oh, my gosh, like, I need to understand this. What is this? You know, like, when? Can, like, when is the next thing?
0: Yeah, where has this been? When,
1: when right. can I come back? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're here every week. You can come. And I started, you know, I started taking Kabbalah One. A few months after that took me a while. I was just like, okay, let me understand how this is, how this works.
0: You didn't want to just jump into. You're like, let's. Under-
1: yeah, like, what is this? Yeah, who
0: are these people? Is the
1: church? Is this? What is this? Like, and but it took me a while to understand the power of the community, the power of the wisdom, and then I studied Kabbalah, one, two, three, and I think in the middle of me studying those, uh, studying, going through the, through the curses, I um, we were putting together monate. So I remember and, and this is something I always talk about because I feel so grateful for this specific moment in my life, I remember saying, Hey, I'm studying this to my family. I'm starting this this I didn't know how to explain to them either. I'm starting but they always they know me. They're like, Oh, you're the Bohemian of the family.
0: Really? You've it's, always been you've
1: Yeah, been I've always member. been. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, go explore, it's yeah. fine. But I said, Hey, I'm starting this uh, wisdom thing and I would love to like focus our foundation in gratitude and, and the power of being grateful, the power of giving, the power of using our platform to create awareness in our field. We call our field our distributors, our the people that sell our products. You don't find one A products on the shelf of any store. You
0: Oh uh, really? Only distributors.
1: Yes. That's how network marketing or multi-level marketing works. It's only through people. So it's like your your aunt, your friend, your mom. Someone sells a product. And um I remember like being so touched by the wisdom at the time and understanding like the responsibility that we have, you know, to create awareness. Like consciousness is everything the power of really receiving, not, not only manifesting or attracting, but like learning how to receive and keep that and maintain that was so like impacted that said, Hey, like we have such a beautiful platform because network marketing, multi-level, it's like, um, I always compare it to church. It's like, we are pastors. And our distributors are listening. They want-
0: Congregation.
1: Yeah. They, they want to know what do I know next? How do I sell these products? Um, how do I grow my business? They want direction. They want us to tell them what to do and how to do it, how to achieve success, right? And for me at the time was like, hey, yes, I mean, this, this list that we have of how to achieve success is important, but you know, like we need to teach them that they need to give and they need to have the right mindset, the right consciousness in order to grow right. and maintain. Right. And maintain that and keep on receiving that. It's like it's the key. It's the is the secret. It's like if you give, you're gonna receive more. It's like for me, it was like a moment of awakening. And at the time I said, let's not register a foundation, like let's just assign a budget to a department that's gonna be called Monet Gratitude. And all that department is going to do is create awareness and consciousness Beautiful. in the within the field. That's all we're going to do. We're going to motivate them to go out and help people. We're going to motivate them to um, understand to really like understand the power they have when they bring people to their teams. And you have fifty, a hundred, thousands of people listening to you. That's a big responsibility. That's what we're all we're going to do is create consciousness within the company. Let's say.
0: Probably why it's so successful in part.
1: I I, I wanna believe that, yeah. you know. I, I believe that. And I think that it's big secret of the success of Monet. We've grown really fast. And uh, and we keep on, on growing and expanding. And our foundation is is gratitude. Is is giving, is it's always having front and center the power of that. Uh, mindset, of that consciousness of like, if we give, we are going to receive.
0: Right. What channels are your distributors selling through?
1: So they, whenever someone registers as a distributor, they receive a replicated website. So you're going to have moneyglobal.com slash Lou. So you're going to, you're going to share that link. People will place an order through your Um, replicated website and we take care of everything we fulfill, we distribute, we storage everything for, for the distributor. Let's say, um, they promote a lot on social media, a lot on social media, but the only way for them to sell is through their replicated.
0: Okay. So you'll have influencers. You'll have, is that the the typical distributor individual or does it vary? Is it companies, smaller companies?
1: It's all kinds. Like we have stay at home moms that have 3,000 followers, making millions of dollars, or we have 5 million follower influencers also, you know, really the beauty of this industry and what I love about this industry is yes, we are really there. And again, the only way for me to grow is for my, so my distributors grow that my distributors are successful, that they are happy, that they feel connected with the mission and the vision of the company, that they understand the power of gratitude and giving, that's the only way we can grow. For me, it doesn't matter that we signed, I don't know, a hundred thousand market partners a year. If they don't grow, I don't grow because it's the just the nature of our business.
0: Completely. What is the you sp- speak a lot about consciousness within this company within your distributors? Is there a process involving like a spiritual checkup with your distributors before you onboard them?
1: <laughs> well, part of their um onboarding has some gratitude elements uh, on it. We, the way I approach it now, it's more through from a foundation, um, it's, it's more like a foundation approach, you know, it's like, hey, this is what we do. Um, big, a big part of what we do in the foundation. Yes is giving is, you know, like we just finished a grant, um, program that we ran for like a year and a half and we gave a million dollars, uh, away in different grants for, uh, educational programs. That's a huge thing, a huge part of what we do. But in every single event, every time we bring people together. And we have two big events a year. One uh, in Vegas, where we bring maybe like two to 3,000, up to 4,000 people. Then we'll have another one in September, where we've brought up to almost 20,000 people. This year, I think we're going to have close to 10 in Orlando. We change every city, the city every year. And uh, in every big event, big or small, then You know, throughout the year, we have smaller events next week. I have one with 150 people here in Miami, but in every single event, we have a segment for gratitude where we, that's more consciousness, you know? So usually when we do the onboarding or onboarding for the new market partner is more, this is what we do from a foundation standpoint. This is how we help people. This is what we want our market partners to help people. So you are on board with Monet now, you're becoming almost a gratitude ambassador. You know, we want you to go out, give, make an impact. Um, but then in every event, the approach that I give to whatever time I have on stage is, is usually consciousness and, and more spiritual.
0: Which is very unique and very special. Yes. What within your products, is there a product or multiple products that do the best and yeah. is there a reason or rationale you think that is?
1: We have. Uh, we intentionally created a flagship product called Rejuvenique, and it's a blend of 13 oils, natural oils, and you can use Rejuvenique in many different ways. For our distributors, too many different They They get really creative with how to use it.
0: Really? With the functionality? Yeah.
1: But it's like, it's a body and face oil, hair oil. You can, you know, it's very natural, very safe. Uh, and very popular. So we intentionally created this project this product um as the main product and like all of our products have Rejuvenic on it. It's like it's trademarked, it's patent, patent pending. It's like it's our main product um and people love it. It's what like it
0: doing what does it do in sales a year?
1: Um, maybe like 20 million. Wow,
0: from one product.
1: Yeah. But we sell like maybe like 300,000 bottles a year, something like that. But one of our best selling is our black shampoo, which is a product that is really good for the scalp. When you use it, you feel like how it cleans your scalp and like it really like helps um, just keep your, the health of your scalp and we, we've been talking about. You know a healthy scalp since the beginning of the company i think that was kind of what we found to be very unique and something that hasn't been done yet 10 years ago was like let's talk about a scalp health and how your scalp ages like your skin like any part of your body and we don't take care of that we take care of like you know yeah. the hair
0: to the effect right so people talk about hair loss but they don't talk about the scalp
1: exactly so but that was 10 years ago, we started having that conversation, finding articles, understanding how that worked and and really basing our line at the time of nine products on scalp health. Now, right now in 2024, uh, that is a trend in hair, is talking about scalp health. So we've been doing this for a long time and all of our products, the black shampoo, rejuvenate, all of these products are focused on helping your scalp and, and understanding that you, it's an anti-aging, it's anti-aging for your scalp, just like you take care of your skin and you don't want to get wrinkles, you want to make sure that your scalp is healthy, so you don't, you have a healthy hair.
0: Right. Absolutely. And then you mentioned prior, you're in nine different countries today. How do you identify which countries to go to market in?
1: Um, the distributors. The actual market partners, when they become leaders, meaning they have a big team, they brought maybe hundreds of thousands of people under them, they lead where the company goes go next. Not only they say it; it's like it's natural because it's like, oh, I have family in Spain, or like I'm in UK. I live here. I've been here for twenty years, and I'm a successful distributor here. But hey, Monet Headquarters company. I'm from Spain. I think that's a big market. Check it out, and we definitely uh, listen to them because it's all about the leaders. It's all about the leaders, right?
0: And you have complete trust in them as your distributors, which is why they're they're part of this global company.
1: I don't. I wouldn't say complete.
0: (laughs) You still have to check, right?
1: Are independent. Okay, that's a thing too. Like they are not an employee. Um, they are independent uh, business owners that, yes, we trust absolutely. But if they, they want to go somewhere else, they are completely free.
0: They're not held in by any. And then, so as a your, your foundation of the company itself, it's beauty products, it's health. As, as a woman and somebody who's probably grown up with expectations, at, you know, everybody talks about women should be this way and women should be that way how do you feel for you personally but also in this company you've navigated through that you mentioned you always felt like the little girl so how do you how do you overcome that
1: a lot of reflection on a daily basis of your process of your own process where you're going where you are what is like what is the challenge today like what is actually bothering me today right now what, what is actually like limiting me from my next level. Because as a woman, I think what happens is that we are so conditioned and it's not from a, I'm not saying this from a victim standpoint and like for us, we're so, you know, mm-hmm. little victims. No, it's just a reality. It's like, we are very conditioned from a society standpoint to, you know, be good be good in a specific way, like being a good girl looks a very specific way. Um, being successful looks a very specific way. Uh, and it starts most, you know, mostly with the relationship you can have with men and like, are you successful in that side of your life first before anything else? Um, so for me, I think growing up with three men, you know? Whole family, right. Being not only my business partners and leaders, but also my family, you know, and as a woman, you always wanna somehow make your dad and your brothers happy. That's actually another conditioning we have, you know. It's like we if we are in like that position where you are the little girl and everyone is loving you based on a behavior that you show, if you're a good girl, we're going to love you, you know, and you have two older brothers and a dad that are strong, that are leaders as well. Um, it has been a process for me to find my voice and find myself. I think the biggest thing is to always reflect and talk to myself. Like I always said, like trying to be my best friend every day, all the time. And like how am I talking to myself? I constantly ask myself this question. It's like, I'm, I'm facing this challenge. What would I say my best friend? Like what?
0: So you view yourself as an external point of view. and
1: Yes. Try to detach myself. I'm not so su- successful every time. And I, yeah, I have ups and downs and it's been a really long journey for me to find who I am, find who I am within my family, find who I am within the company. And find who I am as an individual, because it's like, I'm not Monet. I'm not Louis's daughter or Ray's sister or Javi's sister. I'm my own individual person. And how does that look for me? What do I want? Not what is expected from me, not what my, my family wants from me, but what do I want for me that has been a, a long journey, but for young women, listening to this, I think the biggest thing is you need to become your best friend. And for that, you need to get to know yourself. And for that, you need to reflect every day and talk to yourself every day. Write down every day what you're feeling. Do morning pages, which is something I, I've done for, for many years now, which is just write down your thoughts first thing in the morning. It doesn't matter how, or with like, it doesn't have to have a form. Just write down what you have in your mind that morning, like getting to a process and a discipline of knowing you. So whenever you're facing a challenge, you know yourself. It's not like, oh, this can influence me or this can influence me. No, you can differentiate. You can understand, okay, yeah, this isn't, this is important. I can listen to my dad because he's my dad and my leader and I respect him. He's my mentor. I love him to death and. I trust his advice, but let me understand: is this re- like is this real to me?
0: Because you know yourself better than anybody, so that's that's the goal.
1: That is the goal. Is it easy? No, it's complicated. Again, especially with the conditioning we have as women, it's hard because you always have that other voice, like, oh, but be a good girl. Oh, but you know you should be married now, or you should have kids by now. Like, or oh, it's getting late to have kids.
0: constant from all the time.
1: Yeah, or like, oh, like the next 10 years of my life right now, you know, I'm 32. It's like, okay, the next 10 years, I want to have all of these things in my career. All like, I want to check all of these boxes. And I also want to be a mom and I want to be a wife. And I want to have, you know, like how to find all of that balance in my opinion, just being your best friend and, and being able to clarify your voice, because you have so many voices, you know, your dad, your mom, your sister, your brother, your teachers, your mentors, life coaches, and let's not get into social media, you know, it's
0: the worst voice. Yeah,
1: because then you go into IG or TikTok and like you listen to like 25 different people in one hour giving you advice of what to do, what, what, a, what a relationship looks like. And our relationship looks like this, this, and success looks this. And it's like, wait a minute, like, what? Like,
0: You can't do anything is, with it. There's so much information being thrown at it.
1: Froze, you know? And it's like, wait, no. Like, let me start quieting down a little bit all of the external voices and which one is my voice? What is a healthy relationship for me? What is success for me, you know? Is it having a hundred million dollars or is it having 10 and being, and living in, I don't know, a farm? That's not my case, but it is-
0: Defy what it is.
1: But it is, like I've seen women, like so many different stories, especially in this company that we, 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 I'm blessed, we are all blessed because the feminine energy is so strong. In our company, women that work in this uh, company, ninety-five in the field. Yeah, yeah. I would say ninety-five percent is women. so wow. Distributors Incredible. are mostly women. We do have men. A lot of partners, a lot of couples doing the business together, um, and in our company, like uh, the staff, yeah, it's like sixty percent women as wow. well. Feminine energy is huge. That's why I think that's another secret sure. of success, but especially looking at so many stories for me and. And not learning, learning, not, I was going to say not judging them, but actually learning in this journey of how not to judge the decisions of women. Cause it's like, how would you do this? Like you, you're making millions of dollars and now you want to step back and relax and, and you know, not having stress. Yeah. That's what success looks like for that woman, for that human. Let's not put even a gender on it. Like. That's what I mean. And you know, it's like, you have to understand maybe success looks like, yeah, I want to come to the office every day and work 10 hours a day because you know what? That makes me happy. That is happiness for me. That is what works for me. Or no, you know what? I want to work three times a week and be with my kids, or I want to work from home and be with my kids. Or you know what? No. I want to travel the world. I don't want to have kids and I don't want to married. You, the only way is getting to know yourself. Right. Finding your voice.
0: Totally. It's a beautiful point you made. It's so crazy because often people think if I achieve these levels of success based on somebody else's idea of what success is, even if you get there, you're still unfulfilled. You can have the money, you can have the house and still it wasn't your dream, right? You're happy with a small life in this place. So that's a beautiful point. As a as a young woman, you were talking to that audience already, if they're so afraid, right? Because of course this fear that comes with it, they choose their own path, they go away from what society thinks they should be. How do they, aside from reflecting and internalizing what they want, let's say they've identified that, how can they overcome those fears of what people will think about them, what people will say to them?
1: Well, the first thing, again, you need to become your best friend, getting to know yourself, finding your voice. Next, I think you need to believe in something and you need to find, establish and grow a relationship with God. mm mm-hmm. You need to find that thing that works for you. You know, is it Jesus? Is it reading the sohar? Is it, you know, any other, uh, practice? Is it meditation? I have friends that found God breathing, you know?
0: Just breathing, breath work? Or- breath
1: work. Yeah. yeah. Just doing like intentional breathing, breath work. And they say, now this is my way to connect. You know, I do this every day. I pray as I breathe and you need to find, grow that relationship being intentional because once you find your voice, it's still hard, still hard to overcome the fear because you find your voice and you say, well, everyone is telling me to go left. But my voice is telling me to go right. How do I do that? I'm still fearful, right? You need to have a relationship with God, where you find confidence, where you find trust, where you find support, where you feel, where you feel taken care of. You know, it's like the light is taking care of this. I know this, like I'm, I'm supported. I'm sustained. Nothing is going to happen to me. Uh, that's bad. Right. You know, even if it looks like a bad situation, I know it's working on my favor. The only way for you to f- to feel that, to feel it at your core, like to, to, to really leave that, you know, not only believe it, not only understand it here, but like leave it em- embodying this like feeling of everything is, is working out, you know, it looks shitty. It looks like terrible right now, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm following my voice. I know what I want. I know in my heart, what I want. And if I want this in my heart and I know because I have a relationship with God, I know that this is God guiding me because I'm one with the creator, because I'm one with, you know, it's, it's, it's an, it's an energy thing. I know that I'm not making this up, this, this desire that I have. It's not something I made up. It's something that was put in my heart for a reason. Um, and I'm following that. Being obedient as well, because like, I have this, this belief and I live, I live by this It's like, I came to this world with a homework. Like I, there are specific things that I need to achieve before I die, right? Hopefully I will achieve them. But if I don't achievement, achieve them, I'm going to try and I'm going to make it my priority and my focus. To try every day. I know what my challenges are because I am my best friend. And with my best friend, I'm also very honest. Like, Lou, these are things that are not okay. You need to work on these things. You're too emotional. I'm a Pisces. Mm. Like, bro, like, stop. You know? Like, whenever I'm having a meltdown, yeah. I'm talking to myself. I'm, Lou, you are in your emotional hole. Like,
0: Get out of it. It's not good for you.
1: you. Get out of it takes me a few hours, it takes me days sometimes, but because I'm my best friend and I know that is a weakness or, or an area of opportunity for me, I can do that. I can understand, okay, how to overcome a fear after crying five days. Okay. I need to cry. Right. And now, and now I have the opportunity to tell my family or my boyfriend, Hey, just give me the space. It's okay. I'm not freaking out. I'm not, I just need to cry. It's, it's the way I process this, you know, but I know myself. So it's like, after I cry, after I go through this, after I talk to God, after I have my meditation, let's talk, you know, uh, has, hasn't been, has that been easy? No, it's, it's been a long process for me. But having that relationship, getting to know myself is, is what really has helped me at least talking from my experience for the ones listening it's like, it has helped me go through my fears and it helps me on a daily basis because fears are not going up. Right. Everybody has them. And you will always, like you're 70 year old, you're going to have a fear right. or something. You're going to be fearful of, like you're going to wake up and it's like, oh, I have you know to do this today and I don't want to, or I have to see this person today and I don't want to, or I have to go into a new thing that I don't want to do because I'm fearful. And so that's not going on.
0: Right. I love what you said. You called it an area of opportunity, challenges. People can look at it in many different ways. I like that. It's an opportunity to become better, to go beyond that. I think that's beautiful. Before we wrap up, we always ask our our guests if they could tell something to their younger self when you were 15, 17, still unsure what you wanted to do with your life, didn't know your path. What would you tell the 15-year-old or 12-year-old version of yourself today?
1: Everything, again. Just like a spirituality diet, it's what it's individual, right? So I, I am going to share this, uh, from a, for me to me, right? I would tell my 15 year old self to relax a little bit and to focus on living more in the present, in the now. And I will tell my 20 year old self that too, I would tell her, Hey, like in the process of becoming who you want to become and achieving success, you can also have fun and you should have fun. You should have fun. You should enjoy every single thing you're doing every day. You should be, you should find God in every single thing you do. You should like find a moment of joy in every sing, single thing you do. Like uh, ego, my teacher right now has like this thing that now doesn't leave my mind. He's like, are you happy at 11.10? Like, like,
0: hmm. What time is it right now?
1: Are you happy at 11.33? If you're happy at 11.33, you can be happy at 11.34. And when he said that the first time, and listen, I'm, I'm starting Kabbalah one again after 10 years. Like I went back, I wanted to reconnect. And, uh, and when he said that, I'm like, ah, my gosh, yes. Am I happy right now? That's the only way I can be happy in the next minute. So I would tell my 15 year old that it's like focus on, yes, working, being disciplined, you know, and like going after everything you want, but focus on being happy and and finding God in every single thing you
0: do. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Lou. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Very inspiring for me on a personal level, and I'm sure for everybody listening. So we'll have you on again, absolutely. And uh, I hope so. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.